You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why ProPlan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. Welcome to the Ducks Unlimited podcast, the only podcast about all things waterfowl. From hunting insights to science-based discussions about ducks, geese, and issues affecting waterfowl and wetlands conservation in North America, we bring the resource to you. The DU Podcast with your host, Chris Jennings. Today I've got Jay Anglin on the show. Jay, welcome back. Always good to be here, buddy. Jay is the Waterfowl 360 Great Lakes Region Migration Editor, and Jay is joining us today to bring some uh, updates and some good news for waterfowlers throughout the Great Lakes region. Um, Jay, what's going on up there? You guys are catching some cold fronts. Ducks are on the move. You're hitting, getting some uh, texts and messages about people doing pretty well. Um, you know, what, what exactly is happening up there in the Great Lakes region? Well, you know, that the, the fronts that came through, you know, the upper plains in um, Canada and then into the Great Lakes just moved an amazing number of birds. And a lot of birds moved out front, as we know, birds moved during and now after even. I mean, there's just been a, a really strong push of birds, um, you know, that's stretched out. And, and that has to do, I'm sure, with the fact that, you know, it didn't get any warmer up there. It wasn't a, you know, two or three day deal. I mean, they're, they're literally going winter in some of those northern tier areas, you know, of Minnesota, with parts of Wisconsin, uh, certainly the Dakotas into Canada, you know, Manitoba, uh, Western Ontario. And those are all key areas for all the birds that come down through the Mississippi Flyway. And, you know, the birds are pushing. So uh, I just did a quick lap around the migration map, uh, you know, and it's just increasing numbers, increasing numbers, increasing numbers at this latitude. And I'm in northern Indiana, uh, all the way from, you know, Illinois, across to Ohio, uh, usual suspects I contacted my guys at the different, uh, and gals at the different, uh, fish and wildlife agencies. And, um, not a one of them had anything bad to say. I mean, numbers are really building, uh, in the, in the primary migration corridors, like St. Clair, Saginaw Bay, uh, uh, La Crosse, Wisconsin, you know, that area with the upper Mississippi, um, National Wildlife Refuge. Um, it just an incredible number of birds. I mean, we're looking at the Mississippi right now, a quick survey here in the last 24 hours. I mean, they're looking at well over 200,000 divers alone on one pool. So that gives you an idea. Wow. That's, that's pretty significant. And you, uh, I know you've been in touch with a bunch of people over there and, and any specifics on, uh, you know, some of those guys are on pool eight, some of those guys are on pool nine, obviously, you know, not giving away any, any certain spots or anything, but, um, have you heard any, you know, significant concentrations on any specific areas over there? Not really. I know, um, they were uh, over the weekend, there was, you know, roughly 30,000 or so canvas backs. Um, I believe on, uh, I think I want to say it was seven, um, you know, looking back here, I'm trying to remember, I think it was seven, but nonetheless, that's a lot of canvas backs. And, you know, of course that'll build tremendously because it's estimated, you know, that roughly 50% of the continental canvas back population comes through there. So they got a ways to go. They got a couple more weeks. Um, and then, you know, go North, Northeast on the other side of Wisconsin, up around, you know, you know Green Bay, you know, Northwest Lake Michigan, uh, just a freight train migration of just about everything coming through there right now, according to uh, 
one of my contacts up there, uh, as he put it, we're pounding them every morning. It's fantastic. And that was literally 15 minutes ago. He sent me that text. So I mean, things are looking real good in Wisconsin. Um, and then, you know, you, you go a little further north and things are frozen. So, you know, those guys are looking yeah. at the end of the line here real quick. Yeah, I know. I noted from your uh, migration alert that we put out last Friday, um, you talked to the guys up there on Lake of the Woods in northern Minnesota. And they're like, yeah, we're uh, we're getting ready to start ice fishing. Like, holy moly, that is a, a quick turnaround. Yeah, it really is. And in this this big, you know, Arctic air mass that that's pushing down into the central plains. Uh, it's kind of interesting because it's got like a bubble and birds kind of went around it. You know, some birds pushed east, some pushed southeast, some pushed south. I mean, you can look and, you know, even into the central flyway and kind of and see where the birds are pushing around this big, you know, front. And, and it's 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 an, it's kind of an odd situation because you have relatively normal conditions east and west of it. And then right in the middle, it's just stark. I mean, it's winter. It's it's nasty. So. Um, kind of unique situation. Yeah. And, you know, you had mentioned that you got some information just recently, uh, from the guys around Lake St. Clair and that, you know, that's just a hotbed for, for hunters. And, um, you know, I've been up there, it's a fantastic area and, and, you know, very historically, um, always been a kind of a choke point for the migration. Um, you know, what are you hearing from that area there in, in Michigan? Well, you know, over the weekend was phenomenal. Everybody I know over there, and I do spend quite a bit of time over there. I have a lot of good friends and college buddies, and we, we've hunted for a long, long time over there. And everybody I talked to did really well. Um, and I mean, all, you know, guys hunting layouts did great. Guys hunting the big, big lake with, with you know, a blind boat, uh, a boat blind did great. The guys hunting the uh, managed areas, flooded corn, flooded moist soil. Everybody just really did wonderful on all species. Um, I did just get a message from a buddy of mine who guides over there. Uh, and he said that he believes they've lost some birds the last 24 hours on the main lake. So that doesn't necessarily mean they left Lake St. Clair. That could be, they just boogied on over to the Canadian side or, uh, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, generally speaking, St. Clair just builds and builds and builds until it finally freezes. So my guess is they're just kind of bouncing around, you know, looking for, uh, uh celery beds and whatnot. Yeah. And it's supposed to, to warm up a little bit up there, you know, with over the course of the next 10 days. I mean, it's, it's pretty cold up there now. And, um, but it, it is supposed to, you know, warm up a little bit, which, which certainly will hold birds in that area for, for much longer. So I don't, I don't want to scare everyone out there thinking that all the birds are, are, are leaving, you know, that's, that's just not true. You know, plus some of these hardier, hardier ducks will, will stick around for, for much, much longer. You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why Pro Plan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. You know, kind of going down into your area, you know, northern Indiana, you guys kicked off your season lad this past weekend. Um, you know, what are you hearing from some guys around there? Well, you know, we had we had the same sort of thing where there was a lot of birds moving into the area. Um, one of the problems, I guess, if I had to pick a problem was, is that, you know, the youth and uh, veteran season is the prior weekend. And so a lot of these local marshes that are kind of loaded up, they got they got whooped pretty good, you know, the weekend before the general opener. So last weekend, this influx of birds really helped, you know, um, one thing I did know in my scouting 
was I think we were at the latitude of where the concentration of wood ducks were in this particular part of the country. <laughs> I saw dry, I saw flocks of a couple hundred dry feeding wood ducks in multiple fields one evening, right, right just outside of town here. And that's, that's fairly unusual. Um, so I, you know, everywhere I went, I saw wood ducks and so everybody I know has been beating up on wood ducks. Uh, the goose hunting has been phenomenal. Of course, we are covered with Canada's. We have a fair number of specs, a couple guys I know, Shot a couple of snows this morning mixed with Canada's um, just not too far south of me. Um, and then, you know, this kind of this this general feel goes all the way over to Ohio and, and across Illinois to the west. You know, it's, it's, everybody's doing pretty well. Um, I did speak with one biologist here a few minutes ago, and he said this morning was really good. And he saw mostly gadwall and pintail. And that's in the northwest corner of Erie, Lake Erie, mm-hmm. right there where Ohio and Michigan come together. So back to what you were saying a few minutes ago about birds leaving. I mean, you know, there's a lot of birds down and a lot, there's really not a lot of reason for them to leave at this point. So yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're in good shape here for, for quite a while, I suspect. Yeah, I know. If you're talking, you know, Northern Indiana, wood ducks, you know, Northern Ohio, pintails, gadwall. I mean, those hunters there are just on the leading edge, you know, of that, that migration. So, you know, it's nothing to, nothing to hit the panic button about, you know, quite yet, you know, and it's, you're probably going to need a couple more good weather systems to really push down some of those hardy birds into those areas. But for the time being, it sounds like, you know, those guys in, in the Northern tiers of Michigan and uh, in, in Wisconsin, even is they've, they've got it right now. You know, it's, it seems to be really good. Yeah. There's no question. Um, this is, again, there's pretty un- unusual situation. Uh, I, I keep telling, you know, I'm, I'm kind of in deer mode. A lot of guys are, and I'm kind of laughing because, you know, we, 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 we got out a couple of buddies and I got out into a field on Saturday morning. I, I, I talked them into going, um, there was 800 plus geese and mallards in it, you know, Friday night, Friday morning, we go out Saturday. And of course it's just the most beautiful hunting, hunting, you know, deer hunting morning you've ever seen. And <laughs> birds just didn't do anything. So, you know, there, there's, you know, everybody I know that's asking me how's hunting been. And I'm like, you just, just go, they're here, you know, but if the weather's nice and sunny and there's no wind, you might not do very well. So it's just like anything else. They're here. They, they just might not do anything on a given day. And I have heard a couple of guys complain about that, you know, Oh, you don't have that many birds. Well, you know, we're already in that situation where the weather's warm enough. They don't really have to go out and feed that often. So, um, you know, it's like any other year, you just have to scout and hunt the right days. Yeah. And, and we, we kind of talked last week when, uh, when you were working on the migration alert and you, you mentioned, you know, that big North wind kicked up and you, you kind of woke up in the middle of the night and you were hearing geese outside, you know, that's a, that's a sure indication. Uh, and I say geese, you know, more than likely, uh, snows and specks. Um, that's just, that's a good indication that, that things are really, really starting to pick up. Oh yeah, that was pretty cool. I actually, I was letting the dogs out very early on, uh, you know, it was probably, I don't know, 3.30 in the morning on, on Saturday morning and I stepped out of the house and snows and specks were breaking down right over good old Port Indiana here looking, there's a, there's a big marsh just south of town and it was cloudy out and they were flying kind of low. And, and, you know, that's just something that we, I think we were talking about the other day, a couple of guys from Indiana, that's something that we're just not used to hearing, you know, back when we were cutting our teeth in the waterfowl world and how, it's really not all that uncommon, but yeah, definitely really cool to hear that and, and see a lot of new birds move into the area. I mean, there's an amazing number of birds in some of these good, well-managed private marshes, public marshes, flooded crops. I mean, it's, it's just, it's really impressive for this early in the season to see this many birds and the variety of birds. What's your guys' water situation like there in kind of Northern Indiana region? Um, you know, I know you guys had a little bit of a dry spell 
um, during summer, but uh, did you guys pick up some water recently? Just a little bit, you know, it's, it's, I I don't want to call it dire, but it's about the driest I've seen in a long time. I mean, I have, you know, places I hunt that are just bone dry and we did get a couple of decent rains, nothing spectacular, but enough that I expected to see a little more water and they're not, there's no water. So if you're not managing something or you don't have a semi-permanent wetland, chances are that, you know, the birds aren't going to be there. And, and really fishing is really good right now, uh, for a multitude of different species on, on, on the rivers and lakes. And of course, you know, I'm a fishing guide, so I'm out most days. Um, but because of all the boat traffic and, and angler pressure, a lot of birds that would normally load up on some of these bigger bodies of water, they're just getting pushed off pretty quick. So, you know, there is that factor, but that's something we always deal with here in this part of the country, you know, with the way we hunt and the, and the way we, our birds, you know, uh, congregate in this area. It's pretty much standard operating procedure for us to, to, to take all that into consideration. Yeah. And, you know, I was actually going to ask you about that. And I know most of our listeners may not know that you're, uh, the esteemed, uh, Northern Indiana, Southern Michigan fishing guide. Um, but how is the fishing right now? You know, Jay does a lot of steelhead fishing on, on rivers up there. And, and I just wanted to kind of get an update for anyone who may be interested, you know, how is the steelhead fishing right now? Well, you know, it's, it's one of the better runs I've seen, you know, I mean, we had a decent salmon run with the Kings and the co-hosts came in we get a few steelhead to follow them in. And then all of a sudden the gates just opened up and Lake Michigan gave up a bunch of steelhead. And so most of the tributaries are pretty well loaded with fresh steelhead out of the lake. Um, It's, it's really good. And the conditions are good. The rivers are, because we have low water, uh, most of the streams are, are running low and clear. They're not high and dirty. So a lot of times you see the fish, which a lot of guys don't like. Personally, I, I enjoy it. It's kind of, you know, feels like you're fishing in Alaska or something. So, um, yeah, it's been really good. And it's only going to get better. Usually it really gets good here. The next three weeks is prime time for fall steelhead. So I've, I'm booked up pretty well, but I've got a few dates here and there, and I'll fill those pretty quick, I'm sure. Well, how often are you doing a quick turnaround on a, you know, a fishing trip in the morning and maybe a goose hunt in the afternoon? Is that is that even in the cards? Is that kind of a cast and blast option for people? I do that occasionally. Um, you know, it, it is definitely something I try to squeeze in personally. Um, you know, there's, if there's a will, there's a way, uh, logistically, you know, when you have a boat with all the gear, then you've got to have a trailer with all the gear to do the swap or not have somebody else involved where they can meet you and swap or you know, it gets to be a little bit tough. Um, it's a lot easier to do with duck than it is geese because with duck, you know, you can have, I can have a little jet sled in the back of my suburban with some decoys and all the stuff and just make the quick turnaround. But, um, I do it occasionally. And, and certainly this is one of those years where I suspect I might have some opportunities to pull that off and I'll definitely, you know, you know, try to push that on the right guys. I've got a little list, you know, and I know who to contact. (laughs) So you might want to put me on that list. That sounds like a fantastic trip. (laughs) You're always welcome up here, buddy. Anytime. Well, Jay, this has been fantastic. Is there, uh, you know, anything else that Great Lakes region waterfowl hunters should be keeping their eye on as, uh, as you know, these weather systems continue to persist throughout the areas? Well, you know, these birds, a lot of these birds, uh, we did pick up a few mallards Saturday and I noticed several of them were pretty keeled up. They were, they were thin and, and that, you know, they were in good shape, but you could tell they'd been, it was obvious they'd probably been migrating quite a ways. So, you know, the birds have to feed. Um, and so you have to keep an eye on the crops. Um, our corn is, we're probably at about I don't know, 50, 60% of our corns out at this, at least in this area. Um, beans are still in. 
so it's a water food thing. And if you're dry feeding, if you're watching birds that dry feed, obviously you got to be where there's water and you got to be where there's food. And um, that's pretty simple. And then diver wise, I mean, there's just a lot of divers around right now, even down here, you know, and not too far north into Michigan, there's good, good numbers. So just go out and scout. Um, and I think, you know, we're in it to win it here for two or three weeks until we get some dr drastic weather changes. You know, I, I really think that this is one of the better seasons I've seen, at least a setup for a better season I've seen in several years. It's, a, it's, it's really good. Awesome. That's fantastic. That's good to hear and, and hope everybody gets out. Jay, man, thanks for joining me. And uh, I'm definitely going to have to hit you up for one of those cast and blast steelhead duck trips. Uh, I, I would look forward to that. Definitely. Awesome. I'd like to thank my guest, Jay Anglin, for coming on and providing an, uh, a fantastic Great Lakes region update. I'd like to thank our producer, Clay Baird, for putting the podcast together and getting it out to you. And I'd like to thank you, the listener, for joining us on the Ducks Limited podcast and supporting wetlands conservation. Thank you for listening to this episode of the DU Podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit www.ducks.org slash DU Podcast for resources based on today's topics, as well as access to more episodes. Opinions expressed by guests do not necessarily reflect those of Ducks Unlimited. Until next time, stay tuned to the Ducks. You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why Pro Plan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com.